Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television, mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy, rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that, I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life and play his part Voice on TV asking me if I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was, help me grow into something proper Beating beats, got him screaming out, ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports slate, you never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius, they calling a Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them deaf toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort Man. Hello and welcome to the Master of Mediocrity podcast. I'm your host, Max Kessling. I'm here with the co-host with the most, Fraser Kessling. How you doing? I was watching Seinfeld <laughs> the other day, and because I'm a crazy person, I just watch shows on, like, super speed. I pretty much just, like, just watch shows. So I was <laughs> watching it, and all of a sudden, they changed the th- the theme song for Seinfeld for like a little bit it was like a few episodes I think in the second season where they just put in some like random girls hey they did like some (laughs) weird shit like that and it it just like went away and I'm so happy it went away but I I just had that thought you digress that's how I wanted to introduce myself this is Frazier a crazy person totally psychopath (laughs) that only watches and consumes like copious amounts of television I do it I've gotten a lot more efficient at it. I think that's my problem. I used to be really inefficient with my TV watching, which isn't something someone should be proud of, but I am because I love consuming content. <laughs> so I have created the master list on my phone of all TV shows and movies. That it's pretty I have perfect. Yeah. Well, I've watched The Office <laughs> so many times. The Office, Parks and Rec, and New Girl, and Bob's Burgers, I've all seen multiple times because it's easy. Like, I'll just like throw it on. And then I'll kind of get caught up in it because those are such great... Like, I love them. Yeah. So, I mean, as I'm watching, I'm, like, picking up on new things. And, like, I don't regret it. But on the fifth time going through Parks and Rec, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I need to... And yeah, there's diversify so many your good, portfolio yeah, there's here. so many good shows out there. Yeah. So, I just started a... Um, I just added Schindler's List to my, my list because I feel like it was lacking that certain list. Yeah. <laughs> You need a, you need a meta list. I need a list. The mentalist. Next one will be the mentalist. <laughs> the mentalist. <laughs> Schindler's list. The mentalist. Uh, that's the only like list. List I can think of. Ones I know. Um, but yeah, so I have that master list. So I've just been checking stuff off. Seinfeld. That's definitely the way to do it. There's nothing worse than sitting down and thinking, "All right, let's watch a movie. Let's watch our like, show. What should a I show. Watch? What should I watch? That's the worst. What should I watch? It's so annoying because then you just end up. But funny story about Schindler's List. So when I was in college, Garrett and I, we had like a similar list of movies that we wanted to run through. And we kept trying to start Schindler's List. And then we had realized that it's like three hours and 20 minutes long. And we're like, I just like can't do a th- It's almost like a mini doc. It's, it's like a... It's all black and white too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we never got past the... Literally never got past the intro. We would... Put it up on TV, and we look at you like, dude, I just like can't do it tonight. And I'm serious, it was like three or four times we did this. That's a lot of times. I have memorized the beginning, open scene of Schindler's List, and that's all I've seen. You probably wasted about a half hour of your time. You could just like try to finish the movie. I know. Well, it wasn't. We didn't waste that much time, but yeah, I know what you mean. 
All right, so today we figured we'd just run down a bunch a list. of uh, list, <laughs> we'd list some topics. We'll run down a list real quick. Speaking of lists, <laughs> um, first off, we're going to start off with the NBA, um, and then we're going to get into some NFL free agency. So starting off the topics, Steph Curry has 30th birthday it this week. It was so hype that the Warriors canceled the practice the day after. <laughs> it was so cool. For anyone who's out there, we re- reposted this on our Facebook page. Go to our the Facebook ma- page has been Max has been curating the Facebook page, and might I say he's done an excellent job so far. Thank you, I appreciate it. So anyone who likes my normal Facebook page, go to Master Mediocrity because that's where I'm going to be doing all of my sports content. Anything that comes out that I find interesting on sports is going to be going directly to Master Mediocrity. So follow us on there. There'll be like kind of like a. a a culmination like a melting pot of the big play uh bleacher report espn yeah all that stuff hoop mixtape hoop mixtape all that will be jammed into the master mediocrity we'll curate it for you that it's gonna be a good follow for sure i'm happy we're doing something with it for sure um so we posted about steph curry's 30th birthday it's a ringer article um, I highly recommend you go to that because it kind of has all the Instagram videos from that night and what happened. You can kind of see all the happenings. So it's nice. You get to see it's an entirety and then it broken down kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, it starts with Steph Curry pulling up in a yacht. Clay dances so hard that he falls. At some point, he takes his shoe off and throws it. It's just like you get to see all the different personalities from the team. And it's just like a great, great watch. It's they seem awesome. like a great hang. Yeah. The Warriors seem like a good hang. They got some real characters. Steph's kind of a dork. Huge dork. Huge dork. He doesn't like going out. And I, I love that. He doesn't? No, he just wants to chill. Like, he didn't go to Vegas last year after the championship. Sure. He just wanted to hang out with his family. He's just like a family guy. Yeah, that's true. I feel like him and, like, Gordon Hayward would be friends. Gordon Hayward, all he wants to do is play league and hang out with his babies. <laughs> there's, a, there's a time, I think, where he was like playing league with his baby just on his lap. There's a video. It's uh, him going to his wife. He goes, hey, I think it's time to put the kids down. She's like, you just want to play league. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> hey, I respect funny. that. I understand it. Uh, all right. So Steph Story's birthday. Everyone go check the regular article out. But we watched. I watched the the Lakers game, Lakers Warriors yesterday. Fun game. Same as the Celtics Wizards last night. And the big story of those two games were injuries. Ton of injuries. Everyone's injured. The right Zombie now. Warriors last night. No. Okay. So Curry, Thompson, David West, uh, Pat McCaw. Who else? I think that's it. Out of them, and then Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram, and uh, your boy Kuz. Kyle Kuzma, yeah. Kuzma weren't playing. Yeah, so basically both teams just were decimated with injuries. And then same with the Celtics. The Celtics had, oh my gosh, so many people out. Yeah, smart. They only had two starters, which was uh, Jalen, no, Jason Jason Tatum Tatum. and uh, Aaron Baines. So they basically had one One starter. starter, Because Baines does not matter. No. He's a non-factor. I mean, I guess he's a starter. He's like a Pachulia starter. I think he eats up menace, but I mean, what? Did, who do they put in the place? Thies. Thies. Thies was also injured. Yeah, Thies was injured. He was wearing like a real low-cut was shirt he? so he could show off his chest tat, uh, which I thought was not a great move. Yeah. But he seems like he's he's an Eastern European who just like... He's from, he's from Germany, I want to say? Or he played in Germany, one of the two. East Germany or West Germany? <laughs> I don't know, both. <laughs> 
but it's, it's worrisome right now to see the Warriors so injured, I would say. I don't care yet. You don't care yet. You don't think it matters. Clay's supposed to be back at the end of the week. David West, who... He broke his, his thumb, though. Yeah, but he'll be back. Yeah, that's true. Clay knows how to shoot. I'm not worried about Clay hitting like a cold streak. Iguodala's back. He's feeling a little better. I mean, Draymond was out. He was injured. I think it's more of him. They're managing his minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph looks like he could play right now if he needed to. Steph it looks all right. But David West, who is a really big bench contributor, Huge he bench really, contributor, yeah. with the second units, he, he he's the type of person that he catches the ball at the, the high post and you know he's just going to make a great decision. Low turnover. Always making the right play. High efficiency. High efficiency. He's going to hit that jumper at the top of the key. I'm not too worried. He had like a cyst or something. I'm not really sure the full details. I don't know. I've had a cyst on my wrist. A cyst on my wrist. Cyst on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new song. The hit jam, Cyst on my wrist. You got to get David West to get on that. I'm going to need track. him. He'd make it a lot better than it was just me. So David West, he, he's going to be back Friday. Curry looks like he's fine. Hopefully they just manage his minutes. I don't think they're too concerned about what seed they get. Hopefully that like this time that they're taking to be injured kind of gives them their legs a rest. Maybe it'll be a blessing in disguise because it's right before that stretch run and maybe this like little kind of break from playing games all the time will give them a little boost. And it's giving the bench players a little boost too because guys like Livingston are getting a lot more minutes. Nick Young uh, Nick showed Young. up in a big way last night. Nick Young's playing a lot more minutes. Nick Young's been playing well. The two people Please that are defense. In- that I've, I've liked his defense. I, yeah, I was surprised. I didn't. It's not that I think he's a great defender, but every time I watch him, I've been surprised with his positioning on defense. He's mm. not a great on-ball defender, but as just far as being in you know the right the spot, right spot I've been there. impressed. I was really impressed with Lonzo. I know he didn't shoot well, but Lonzo's a baller, man. That guy's good. He's good. He, he, I, I told you. I still he's think better Kuzma than Kuzma. could be better. I think Kuzma's I still so. doing with that rookie stuff. What's like, Lonzo dealing with? Besides well, more he, pressure than Kuzma. Well, he had that, like, giant gap where he could rest. He had that giant rest period. He, yeah, he was injured. He but, was injured. Uh, I mean, Kuzma's injured now, so. Right. But it's not like Kuzma was, I, he had that great beginning of the year, and then he's kind of slowed down. Kuzma's more of a scorer. Like, he's got to figure out how to score in the league. I think yeah. uh, Lonzo's game translates very easily to the NBA because the stuff he does well, he can do every night consistently. I think... Kuzma's going to be more of like a hot streak kind of guy. He's going to be more your scorer, you know. He's, he. I think what's nice, though, is the trades that they have made that's kind of freed up and opened up their new guys. Their young guys, yeah. Yeah. Je, I mean, Randall's playing well. He, he kind of had a not great game last night. Oh, that happens. But, man, he's like, he, he's kind of a freak athletically. Dude, he's a monster. And he can dribble the ball so well. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with Lonzo's quickness though he's a good athlete people forget he's about an that. underrated athlete yeah he's he's an underrated athlete but there's a few moves where he he made a jab step and went around livingston it made him look like he just left him in the dust oh yeah and lonzo's defense isn't that bad either Not he's that bad. young yeah. so he's a little light in the cheeks <laughs> but he can get there i think i mean someone with that high basketball iq it's kind of hard it for them not to be Seeing passing, I mean, that's the Curry thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Curry is not a great on-ball. I think Lonzo has the potential to be a better, better. on He's bigger. Because he's he's longer. longer. Yeah. But it's the same idea of being in the right spot. Like, Curry gets a lot of steals because he's in the lanes all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's jumping passes and stuff like that. And I, I can see Lonzo doing similar things just because of his high IQ. And somebody to bring up right now definitely is, is Ingram. 
Yeah. I mean, Ingram is making a case where is it Ingram or Ben Simmons for that draft. I mean, they're neck and neck for both being as effective. You know, they're both very effective players. Ingram is a Durant kind of guy. He gets his numbers every single night. You know what to expect out of him. He's like, what, like, seven? He's like 18. Nah, he might be even more. He I think he's like 22, 7, and 4 or something Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. But he gets it every night. That yeah. dude's consistent. And I think he's just getting better. He's got a good offensive game. He doesn't go outside of himself. I've been really impressed with him Max this year. Max is really coming around to coming my takes around on the Lakers. Real, <laughs> coming right around. Hey, sometimes I, you sometimes I, dog finds a bone, you know? I feel I think Ingram is good. Um, mm-hmm. He's so young. So People young. don't realize. He's like, he's like 22. He's like I might be younger. He, he's not old. I'm going to look. look I'm going to fact check. Fact check. I think, fact he's, I think he's 21. All right. Do you want to talk young. about the uh, while I'm while I'm fact checking this? Let's yeah. like, let's talk about the the Wizards Celtics game from the standpoint of how you think uh, all the injuries are going to impact the Celtics. I think the Celtics are in a really tough place. I, I, they're what are they four in the West right now? Five in the West or what? What what the are Celtics? They, the East? What are they in the East? I think what they're the they, second seed. Are they still, still the second seed? Yeah, yeah. Man, I just and then like, it's don't... Indiana's back in them up. I'm pretty sure. And then the Celtics, the, then the, the Cavs, Cavs are the yeah. four. Yeah, that's what I think it is right now. That was another one of my picks at the beginning of the year. I said Indiana over. I know I said under because I thought they were gonna be hot garbage. I think I said over for the Jazz too, but we'll have to fact check that. <laughs> jazz, both dude, the Jazz have been looking awesome. I <laughs> love the Jazz. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I'll get back to the Celtics because whatever. <laughs> but I love the Jazz. They are so much fun to watch. They are. Rudy they Gobert's move a beast the ball. too. Defensively, they're really interesting. They they've kind of changed up how they play defense. Before they would just funnel to Gobert, but now they've kind of changed up how they play and it's not that same kind of funnel tor- towards Gobert. I don't know, man. The Jazz are just so much fun they're, to watch. They're scary too. I think they're going to be a yeah. difficult out in the playoffs. Dude, they're on a real hot streak right. And that's the other thing. It's all about getting hot at the right time and the mm-hmm. Celtics have not been hot no they've i don't think they're cold. on the upswing they're kind of on the, the down i mean i don't think marcus smart's coming back i At don't all? know i don't know i Maybe. guess he punched a glass he punched he a did? picture yeah Again, and i think he had like idiots? i think he did and i think he has like some sort of finger issue fucking morons i hate when people i do think that. that's what i okay. i was listening i don't know too much about Sorry it i didn't really look that, it up but yeah that's um so he pulled Omari stoudemire yeah punching the who, who did, oh, Stoudemire, he did that for the Knicks, too, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so silly. <laughs> it's so silly. Why do you punch something? You're going to injure yourself. I guarantee it. But the Celtics, what the heck? The knee tendon is sketchy, too, for Kyrie. He I know. Kyrie always, the have, other day. always has uh, it, small injuries bothering It's him. the same knee that he broke his kneecap on. So that's kind of troublesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they just aren't deep anymore. They just don't have the depth. And the young guys have injured. shown that they're young. not. Yeah. Tatum's just not there yet. Jalen Browns there. look good. I like Tatum's game. It's going to grow. It's going to be it's good. It's definitely going to grow, and uh-huh. I, I definitely see good things for him in the future. But right yeah. now, he's young. It's it's young, and it's a learn. the learning curve is, is steep in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Not all, You can't have a Donovan Mitchell on every team. You know, he – I think he might – he has a case for rookie of the year. But, all right, Celtics. Um, do you want to know how, first off, how old Brandon Ingram is? I feel like he's going to be 20. He's 20. That's insane. And he's turning 21 in September. That's crazy. What's this, his third year in the league? The second. Second year in the league? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because Simmons' second year. Second too. year. Dude, that's that's scary. He's 20. The Lakers have been, they're on a surge too. I think 
they've won 20 out of uh, they're 20 and 10 out of their last 30 games yeah something like that which is really that's good. awesome <laughs> that's really good. i was looking up there and like yo the lakers make a, might make a push for like the eighth seed i don't think last. they can make no they it. could they can't they can't, they can't but, they but can, i was just like damn nine ten they could easily get to nine ten, and that's yeah. a, i also pick over for the lakers we both did yeah, we both did well did um We've gotten so many wrong, I just like can't even. But the ones I got right, I remember. Um, but yeah, so that's I. I don't know the Celtics, man. I just don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna have an early out. We'll see. We'll see if the Pacers or someone else can really like. Test I like that the yeah. Pacers. That's another young team. Yeah, Oladipo's like a little older than I thought he was, though. I 25, think he's twenty-five. Yeah. yeah, he's twenty-five. Miles Still Turner's twenty-one. Yeah, really like Turner. Yep. Um, they don't have a ton around them, but Oladipo's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks have been a huge disappointment. They just lost to the freaking Magic, who are tanking. You know, they're losing on the purpose. Bucks lose a lot of games they shouldn't. The Bucks are weird. They're very weird. I, I the guys they put around Giannis are confusing. Especially with like John Henson. Like, what's he do for you? Old he is black. Johnny you know Hansen. that, right? He is a white, black, long haired, <laughs> old white bro, Johnny Hanson. Surfs in the off season. Johnny Hansen. <laughs> Speaking of offseason, let's head over to the NFL. Um, there's, we're going to run down a list. Get your thoughts on kind of all these different happenings that are happening in the NFL. Let's start off some of our favorite teams. We'll, we'll, we'll start off with my team first. Yep. Jory Nelson signed to the Oakland Raiders. This is a both our team. This is a both our team. This is a both our team. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Does it involve both our team? <laughs> So let's talk about it from the Packers' perspective first, and I'll take it from the Raiders' perspective. I love Jordy Nelson. I was a huge White Lightning fan. I, I mean, I'll always have great memories of the 2010 Super Bowl with potentially the greatest, you know, receiving slash tight end core I've ever seen. Uh, they went six deep. You know, they had Jordy, Randall Cobb. Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, James Jones, and uh, the tight end Michael Finley. Like six wide that's receiver. That's a squad, right? That's there. a squad. Yeah. And Jordy's just not the same. No. The quickness is not there. The speed is not there. You don't see. He was our vertical threat last year. And when he's your vertical threat, you're kind of in a lot of trouble. He doesn't have the same speed. And one of the things that I was most frustrated with. I noticed a lot of drop balls from him last year, and I don't know if it's just because he was playing with uh, Hundley, so that's going to hurt you a little bit. Um, but I just kind of noticed a lot of drop balls. He just wasn't producing the way that he used to. So I'm kind of happy to see him go because we saved $6 million. It was a 600, he, he, It would have been, I think, eight, $8 million cap hit this year. By cutting him or releasing him, we saved $6 million, frees us up for other moves. So I'm sad to see him go. Ten years in in Green Bay, he's like a you know he was one of my favorite players. So I'm sad to see him go, but I'm also not that upset because he just doesn't have it anymore. And I think for the Raiders, it's kind of uh, you're paying for his past and not as much as present. So from the Raiders' perspective, their GM was from the Packers. Reggie McKenzie is from the Packers from the time when Jordy Nelson was there. I'm sure he probably had some hand in drafting him. The Raiders released Michael Crabtree, basically, to free up the seven million, seven and a half million to get Jordy Nelson. It's kind of a lot. So it's too. basically it's a three-year deal. It's a two-year deal. Well, two-year fifteen. 
I think. I think it's a three-year, but the first two are guaranteed. Okay. So it's basically a two-year deal. Right. So... I think. Okay. Don't quote us. Yeah. But... So basically what you did is you released Crabtree to get Jordy. In essence. Yeah. Why? I don't understand that because Michael Crabtree is a touchdown machine. And you're basically releasing Crabtree and getting Nelson, hoping that Nelson turns into someone like Crabtree. So what was the point in doing that? What was the what was the real reason you needed to move Crabtree to get Nelson? Just keep Crabtree. They do the exact same thing is score touchdowns, right? They're possession scoring good hand wide receivers. And it's it's kind of hard to argue that anyone was better than Michael Crabtree in a goal to go uh tough ball tough catch situation. He was great in that situation. So, from the from the Raiders' perspective, I don't like it at all. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go to your team. Let's go. Do you want to talk about the other signing you got? Uh, Doug Martin, my boy. Doug oh Martin. yeah, okay. Well, it's Doug Martin. You love Doug Martin. Let's talk. Doug Martin like, has let's you so get much talent. talent. He has so much talent, but he just can't. I, I don't know. It's not a fluke thing like Trent Richardson when Trent Richardson blew up. For the Browns. If you look at his real stats, he was averaging 3.4 yards a carry or something stupid yeah. like that. Doug Martin has put up good yards per carry, which is very important when yeah. you're judging running backs. It's a lot of character issues with him. But if you, you have him, he does best when he's on a prove-it deal, and this is a one-year deal. One-year prove-it deal. I just kind of like the signing for the Raiders, who've kind of struggled with running backs He's a good mix of downhill, strong running back and shifty, which Marshawn was not. And that's what they kind of, they did well with, uh, who are their other two running backs who are a little shiftier? Rashard and um, Jalen Washington. Washington. They're both kind of scat backs. They're They're kind of scat backs, but they don't have the power to run downhill. they don't. And I think Doug Martin, if healthy, if motivated, so if the team is doing well, and he has an incentive to play well, he can be scary. They didn't give up a lot to sign him. Not a great locker room presence, which is kind of tough for that team because they don't have a great locker room presence. Jordy's going to help with that. But we'll see, man. Yeah, we'll see. I think it has a potential to be a good signing. I like the signing because it's kind of a let's see how it goes. But I'm kind of wait and see approach with my Raiders right now. I'm a little worried. I'm not loving what they're doing so far. All right, next next uh, transaction happening. Jimmy Graham, signed by the Packers. Yep. Touchdown machine last year. Most touchdowns for a tight end. Think he'll produce with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball? Okay, so here's the thing. This is another signing where you're signing for pass production. Jimmy Graham's on the down end of his career. It's a three-year... Uh, 22 mil over the first it's a two lot year of money. It's a lot, so it breaks down. I don't know if it's 11, 11, or 12, 11. The first two years, I'm not quite sure how it's broken down. It's kind of a lot, kind of a big cap hit. I would love to have seen them draft or not draft, but pick up a cornerback. They still haven't yet, which is kind of troubling. Um, Rogers has never had the threat over the middle besides, um. Besides, what's his name? Jermichael Finley. Richard Rodgers. And everyone's saying, like, Richard Rodgers. Richard Rodgers is a shitty blocking tight end. 
we're not you didn't draft you didn't get Jimmy Graham to block. You know what I mean? Jimmy Graham will not be blocking. We you know, we basically upgraded from Jordy to Jimmy Graham. That's basically what you did. Progressive like as far as a red zone target. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather have Jimmy Graham than Jordy Nelson in the red zone. It just changes the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't love the signing, but you I think in a vacuum it. it's okay. I think it has the potential to be good. It just depends on how. I mean, it was Jimmy Jimmy Graham's last year was his first year back from his patella, right? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he tore his patella yeah. two years ago. So I mean, it's good to see that he came back and he was pretty healthy. He was good. He wasn't amazing. He was the number one tight end on the market, so I'm happy to see that the Packers are finally making doing moves stuff. in the offseason, yes. But it's just not the move that I love, if that makes sense. So like I'm excited by it. When I first when I first heard it, I was really excited. It's a big and name. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, I kinda just like paying for the name. And then it depends on how much he gets paid. He didn't get paid that much. Or like he didn't get paid, you know, he's not like Gronk money. No. You know, so I'm happy to see that. There's no real other great tight ends in the market right now. So as far as that goes, it is kind of a Think hole. of him as more of like an offensive weapon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Than a tight end. I know. He's but, more like a receiver. It, okay, but it, out of the receivers, you have yeah. Sammy Watkins and uh, Allen Robinson. Robinson. They're getting and they're big money. they're going for a crazy amount of money. Allen Robinson tore his ACL last year. He'll be fine. Sammy Watkins has never been injured, and he's not that good. <laughs> He's been injured a lot, but he's not that he good. He hasn't been that good even when he was yeah, healthy. I don't think he's that good. He got paid like a number one. He got paid more than Robinson. He got, how many was it? It was 48 years, mil. 48 mil? Three years, 48 mil. That's crazy. I would much rather have Jimmy Graham for three years 22. for 22 mil. Same. Well, it was three years, 30 mil for Jimmy Graham. I would much rather have that. Me too. Much rather have that. Because they're basically all receivers. Let's because think of it like Jimmy that. Jimmy Graham's not injury prone. He's had one injury throughout his career. One major injury. Sammy Watkins has never played 16 games, I feel like. Last year might have been like the first year. Yeah, I, I and honestly, he was not in anyone's radar. No. And everyone's like, oh, well, they lined him up on the backside, so he was getting open, but it wasn't. The progressions weren't, you mm-hmm. know, because the first progression was usually open. He was on the back, so he didn't get the ball. It's like, I Whatever. don't give a get shit. Open. If he's that good, put him on the other side. Like, yeah, so and it's like Sean McVay is a great offensive mind, obviously, the putting up crazy numbers last year. It's, if, if he Sean wasn't McVay, even really a part of it. No, if Sean McVay is that smart, wouldn't you think that Sean McVay would be like, dude, Sammy Walk, that's another, they didn't even sign him. You know what I mean? If <laughs> yeah. he was that valuable, and the Rams, they've made some serious weird moves as far as like, <laughs> You know, Tavon Austin getting, like, a max contract. But that's, like, whatever. <laughs> I just don't get the Sammy Watkins at all. Same. So, I'm excited, but I'm also a little... I'm mm, a little, little uh, weird. Let's just run down those two. So, Sammy Watkins signed for f- three years, $48 million to Kansas City. That's the team he went to. Yep. Um, give Patrick Mahomes a good option is what their goal was. We both... I think we're in agreement. We don't love it. We haven't really seen it from Sammy Watkins. I'd like to see him prove it. Prove you're worth that kind of money. Allen Robinson, with the Bear, he got signed by the Bears three years, $42 million. See, I like that signing a lot. You like that signing more. I like Alan Robinson's sign. been really good. He has. But he tore his ACL last year. He did, but that's a really... not. It's not that it's easy to come back from. It's just you. the track record for coming back of that is really good. Where Sammy Watkins has had like chronic foot problems. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Sammy Watkins, let me just talk about Sammy Watkins. 
you know, it's going to be Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, and Cream Hunt, and and uh, um, what's his name, Tyreek Hill, and Spencer Ware. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's pretty scary. Potentially. Potentially. Everyone has to stay healthy. No more concussions for Travis Kelsey. Got to stay on the field. Um. So we'll see. Uh, it could be good, and that's when if, you if have Sammy a ch- finally delivers on his talent. Well, that was the other thing. Everyone's basing his talent off. Oh, he's a f- he was the whatever pick in the draft. I hate to break it, you, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean shit. He was yeah, he was drafted above of Odell. Who cares? You know, Greg Oden was drafted in front of Kevin Durant. That doesn't mean Greg Oden should deserve another chance to be treated like you know a generational talent. Maybe he's just not that good. I mean, I feel like any Bills fan would back me up in this. Aaron Maben. I don't even know who that is. The uh, high draft by the Bills, absolutely terrible. Released, got signed by someone else, and then immediately got like released again because he just wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, that happens, but you just have to kind of know what you're getting shelved into. I, I don't get the Sammy Watkins thing. Um, but in both these scenarios, which is funny, you have a, a quarterback on a rookie contract, cheap contract, with expensive pieces around him. That's that's a the, good recipe, though. It's a good re- I mean, you've seen it done with the Seahawks. You've seen it done with other teams. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Philadelphia. I mean, Nick Foles had some money, but they're, the they're essentially uh, a-, a rookie contract with a bunch of, you know, high price. Well, and as far as there goes, mm-hmm. Carson the defense, Wentz. Yeah. But, so, uh, they had a lot know. of receivers around them. They got Alshon Jeffrey last year. Mm-hmm. They had Torrey Smith, who's been a, a professional for a long time. You know what I mean? They got expensive pieces around him as well, you yeah. know? So, it's kind of the recipe, but I just don't like the Sammy Watkins thing. Right. I do like wrong the- players. Good recipe, wrong players. Yep. See, if it, if it was flip flopped, I would have felt the same way. Like, or even if Sammy Watkins was for a cheaper contract, the contract is just too. It's bloated. it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how he makes more. Allen Robinson's always been better. Yeah, there's never been a time when Allen Robinson was worse than Sammy Watkins. And I think they're both supremely talented. I just think Allen Robinson is better. Yeah. But he is the one coming off an ACL tear. True, but I mean... Maybe that's where the $6 million comes from. <laughs> I guess, but also who cares? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to... Do you want to go to a, a signing or do you want to go to a retirement? It's up to you. Doesn't you pick. Matter. All right, we're going to a retirement. RIP for now? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I don't think he's coming back. Yeah, Joe Thomas of the Browns. Not helping Frazier's Super Bowl case. Dude, the Browns making moves though. The Browns look good. <laughs> so Joe Thomas, great tackle for the Browns. Right tackle. Oh my gosh, it's late, guys. We're recording at ten twenty on a Thursday night. East Coast night. time. East Coast time. <laughs> I'm a sleepy monster, so bear with us. But I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. We uh, went after school. We went to the bridge and threw some of Chip's war medals off the bridge. <laughs> All right, back to Joe Thomas. Uh, Joe Thomas was a great offensive lineman for 11 years for the Browns, but you're an offensive lineman for the Browns for 11 years. So you did a great job, but I'm so sorry your career didn't really like... How many seasons did he play? 11. 11? Pretty sure. He was 10 all-pro. Yeah. He... uh, (laughs) Just an absolute stud for every year. Has anyone wasted a generational talent like the Browns? Like, that's the all-time waste of a talent. Low-key, super He's gone down as, like, one of the greatest linemen ever. And 
if you didn't know the fact that he played like fucking 10,000 straight snaps, you wouldn't even hear hear about him. Yeah, but if you're in the NFL, I'm sure you know Joe Thomas. That's that boy. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one really knows all lion, but... (laughs) So my boy, Kamiche Osamole. Yeah, that's your boy. He's a giant human. He's a mountain mover. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of offensive linemen, the Giants signed Nate Soldier for a four-year... How long was it? It's on the next page. It's on the next page. Shout out to Liss. Shout out to Liss. Four years, $62 million. That's a lot of money for That's a, a lot of cash. young lineman. Yeah, but the good the thing I do like, though, is the Giants are making moves on positions of need. They needed linemen. They needed running backs. They did two of those things. I don't like what they did with those things as much. Yeah, Jonathan Stewart and Soldier. I think Soldier. Soldier. I'm pretty sure it's Soldier. Yeah. yeah, Nate Soldier. Whatever. Yeah. I think he's a good player. So that's yeah, a good yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, And I think you need good linemen, and it, you win football games in the trenches. And consistently, the Giants have been terrible on that end. He's good, not elite, is the thing. I and think they he's, paid him like an elite lineman. Well, he's just the best on the market right now, is a lot of the problem. Yeah. Right, so who else are they going to pick up? It's no one really, yeah. Really. So I know what you mean. I think he's top half. I mean, I think he's very good. I mean, he's one of those, you know, top 20 guys. You know, he's good, but he's he's not great. He's someone you can count on, though. Mike Lombardi says they're, what's it, what do you say? Uh, you're, you're not filling a need, you're fitting a need. Mm-hmm. So you're filling it, you're fitting a position, you know, you're, the position's there, but it's not filled because you still, it's still not like a, it's not, it's not finished. Mm-hmm. You know, it still needs an improvement. Yeah. I don't think that's that. But I think it's closer to that than, like, an amazing sign. You yeah. know what I mean? And I guess the other signing they did, Jonathan Stewart, what's the point? The dude's old, slow. Don't get it. Fat. Fat. He's a good fat back. <laughs> yeah, he's... Him and Tolbert are, like, the one-two fat back combination. They used to be on the same team, too. Crazy. Dude, the... I don't that know. That backfield how, was so, so good. So good at one point. <laughs> John Tolbert, uh, Stewart, and Williams. Yeah, and they couldn't figure it out. Oh, man. They were both kind of injured a lot, They too, were injured so. a lot. So it kind of worked out. But yeah. Yeah, crazy. Um, I, let me just speak on one more Packers thing. I'll never... They also picked up Mo Wilkerson. <laughs> Muhammad Wilkerson. Muhammad Wilkerson. Yeah. Um, on a cheap deal, which I'm really excited about. It's, um, you know, it's a prove-it deal, kind of. He's getting back with this defensive coordinator who he excelled under, Mike Patton. Um, their, their D-line is going to be Mike Daniels, Muhammad Wilkerson, and Kenny Clark. That's going to be a like a beast. That's going to be really tough to deal with. So I think that was a great signing. Um, you can't have enough D-line depth. You no, know you never I mean? can. You really can't have Too much. enough yeah. D-line depth. Um, and with the quick passes, line pressure is even more important. Like interior line pressure, like the Eagles have, has become more and more important. Um the RPOs and stuff like that, you just get the ball out so fast that those edge rushers where they used to be really necessary have kind of taken a step back where if you can just pressure the quarterback and get him uncomfortable, that's almost more important than sacks. Um, so I'm really excited about that. He didn't have a great, his last two years were shaky. The Jets also weren't great in the, the D line specifically. Over the last two years has kind of been in crazy flux with 
you know, all of the, you know, frustration that have kind of cropped up. They had so much talent there. They just couldn't figure it out on the D-line. So excited about it. We'll see. We'll go back to the rest of the list. All right. Let's go to some quarterbacks. We're going to start off oh, yeah. with, uh, I think, the least important of the contracts. Uh, Hold on. Let me guess. Sam Bradford. You didn't let me guess. I don't. I, thought I said, "Hold on, let me guess," and then you just said the answer. That have you ever played a guessing game? <laughs> guess how much he signed for. Guess what I got you for Christmas? It's a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> guess how much it's for? Uh, one year, twenty million. Wow, that was incredibly accurate. Yeah, because I know things. You wrote it down. Has anyone gotten paid more for doing less than that <laughs> asshole? It's bullshit. He's done nothing. He can't play. He can't play a full season. It's Yo, ridiculous. he's so accurate, though. Yeah, he completed, what, 70% and they didn't make it out of the first round? He's done nothing. He has done absolutely nothing. It doesn't make sense. $20 million. How many draft picks have been, you know, changed hands because of him? Sorry, so many first-round draft picks. Also, we need to specify he went to Arizona. Yeah, he went to Arizona. What did we say? <laughs> I didn't say anything. Now, whatever, Arizona. Said, said, Arizona yep. for $20 million. Arizona, yeah. What are you doing, Arizona? That makes no sense. Sam Bradford, you think I that's your answer? He's going to play three games next year. <laughs> he's going to play three games. You're paying him $6.6 million a year. Yeah. For three, like, each game. Yeah. That's what, I'm telling you right now, he is not going to play more in three games. He has bone on bone in his knee. He can't finish a full season. What are you guys doing? And even when he does, he's a check down queen. That's all he wants to do is just check down. Oh, my God. I don't understand. It makes me so mad. Why do these teams keep doing this? It's a one-year deal, so, like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, but, like, I don't know. I'm like flabbergasted. I can't figure it out. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Nope. I'm with you. I, what's the point? He wasn't good. He's not good. He's never been good. He was. He never will be good. How much money has he made? He had. This was because it was before the crazy rookie contracts were restructured. So he still so had he a had ton the of money. Crazy rookie contract yep. got injured, and then he moved to was Philadelphia Rams to Philly. Yeah. Rams. No, he doubled up on yeah on the on the Rams. I don't even know. Yeah, he got a second contract. I think and they got traded from a second oh, contract. Yeah. yeah. To the Vikings? Or wait. No, he got traded to the Eagles. To the Eagles. And the Eagles. To the. Yeah, Eagles to the Ram. Or to the Vikings. Yeah. And out of the Vikings to the. Yeah. So dumb. So, so dumb. dumb. We're freaking over him. Speaking you know, of Sam the Bradford, find me. Fight me. <laughs> I think you'll injure him. I definitely could beat up Sam Bradford. <laughs> I 100% could beat up Sam Bradford. No, he's he a professional made, athlete, though. No, he's made of peanut brittle. <laughs> you think you got him? I 100% got Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, I don't have you. Find me. <laughs> Speaking of the Vikings, a signing that... <laughs> a lot. There, the two. So there's two Vikings quarterbacks. The one that left, the one that came. The one that left... Case Keenum went to Denver. Don't know the exact details of that deal, but he's on the Denver Broncos. What are your thoughts? It's fine. I don't know. <laughs> like, do you think Case Keenum's any good? I think he's fine. I don't think. I think he's the, a starter I think in the, the league. Broncos are kind of screwed again. Yeah. 
he's 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 a starter. He was good. He showed he's a great locker room guy. People love him. Yeah. Um, shout out to Iggy. Shout out to Iggy who who loves Keith Keenum more than anything. Uh, I don't know, man. He's all right. He's good. Yeah. Um, he's fine. He's a good. We're fine with the signing. Not a problem. You need a quarterback. Go get somebody who's not gonna be terrible. John Elway's struggling lately. He's not been doing great since the Super Bowl. He is not good at evaluating quarterback talent. (laughs) Which is weird because he was one. I know. The only quarterback, but I know that's like Michael Jordan, though. Like, Michael Jordan's a terrible drafter. He's a, no, he's just a bad Bad general man. He's a a bad, bad, he's a bad owner. Bad everything. But Elway, the only one he hasn't missed on is, or is uh, Manning. And it's like, you can't miss on Manning. And then Brock Osweiler, they freaking made out like bandits by not having to pay him. Um, they got lucky. They tried to pay him too. They did, yeah. And he he went elsewhere. Thank God. Uh, so the other signing, the Vikings, they picked up Kirk Cousins with that giant contract, three years, eighty four. Here, I'm gonna say it again, eighty four million dollars, all guaranteed. Well, this that like best I'm quarterback sh- on the market, I guess. But I'm not shocked by how much he got paid because that's just how it goes. Every, every contract, contract, every new contract is the best new contract. Yep, for the quarterbacks. For the quarterbacks, every yeah. new contract that comes out is the the highest paying contract for quarterbacks. So, and he gets a new contract like every year, so he keeps getting the biggest contract. Good for Kurt, man. Co- that boy gets paid too. <laughs> Do you um, think he's even a top half quarterback though? Yeah, close. I think he's a top twelve quarterback. Okay, I'd put him in the discussion for top ten. Okay, I could see that. He's good. He's good. You're, I don't know if like the I don't jump think from put- Case Keenum to. That's what I would is argue. worth the money. I don't think he's a big difference maker. I don't think he's the. So the, what they did basically is they signed him thinking that if we had Kirk Cousins last year, then then we would win the Super Bowl. Do you think that? No, I don't either. I thought Case Keenum was great. I mean, he made one bad pass. Like it, like that wasn't the reason they lost. So I'm not worried about it. I, I don't know. The defense got torched. Yeah. So the I think didn't show up. you paid a little more than you should have. But in the end, you got a decent quarterback. You'd rather pay good players, right? And if you think Kirk Cousins is a good player, then at least you paid a good player. It's only bad when you play guys like freaking Jordy Nelson and you millions of dollars. And it's like, what's the point? He may not be good anymore at all. Kirk Cousins not injured. He's pretty durable. Um, he puts up pretty good numbers on a Washington team that's never fantastic. Um, they didn't even really want him there. I don't know. Yeah. That was the whole him in Washington was kind of bizarre. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I don't think I like Kirk. I just don't know how big of a difference he makes. I don't think it's a large difference to be like, honest. You only really want to pay these quarterbacks if they're elite mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Yeah. And Other I, than that, you kind of want to do the Patriots model with, you know, you're kind of just picking people off the scrap heap. You're paying veterans to do their job. You know, four to six million a year. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. They're not going to mess up. You kind of have to go that route. And I think the really most effective thing you need to do is get a young, good quarterback. And that's what teams like Kansas City are trying to do with Mahomes, right? You get a young, good quarterback that's on a rookie contract, and that's how you make a freaking splash. Because you can pay all your other guys a lot more money. So, all right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to some running backs. Um, I'm trying to think. So three of the big running backs. We'll start with Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon, he was signed by the 49ers for four years, thirty million dollars. A lot of money for Jarek McKinnon. 
You look very distraught right now. I'm perplexed. You're very perplexed. I need his agent <laughs> to negotiate all. all of my life for me. I'll be going to Subway. I'll be getting subs for $3. <laughs> Footlongs for $3. Footlongs for $3. <laughs> everything, when I go to McDonald's, everything's on the dollar menu. You know what I mean? Like, the, whoever negotiated his deal is unbelievable. Jerry McKinnon sucks. I don't think he sucks. Nah, he's but... all right, but the money is so crazy. Now, in this day and age, you don't need a running back for a ton of money. There's you so can many get running backs so many out there. Supply and demand, so many out there. So, why pay a premium for a position that you could get a running back in the fourth round? Right. The Packers drafted three running backs last year, and two of them were NFL caliber running backs. They just happened to get injured, but they were like Fine. legitimate. Yeah. Running backs. And you can, in the you can NFL. get running backs. And someone like Jared McKinnon has never proven to be a top tier talent or a top tier running back. I mean, last year he was pretty good. That was probably his best year. But Doug Martin, for example, that's a I'd say that's a better idea because that dude's proven he's been a top tier talent and a top tier running back. And you're getting him from nothing. And you're getting him for a lot less. Let me just say, there's a really good chance Doug Martin sucks next year. Yeah, but like a really good chance. Yeah, but what's the opportunity cost? That's oh, what no, I'm looking low. at. That's low, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, I'm not trying to hype. Four Doug years, Martin. four years for a running back. Any running back, four years. That's their entire lifespan. Alfred Morris. Think about that. He was good for three or four years. Fell off a freaking cliff. Yeah, He's and then there's guys useless. like um, Frank Gore hasn't been signed yet, who's just done nothing but produce. <laughs> And he's like <laughs> Father Time. Dude, he is he's like a real life zombie killer, you know? He's he he'll be the last person to live in a zombie apocalypse. He's just like a he's a machine. Yeah. He's so good every year. He just puts up his, you know, nine hundred yards. He never fumbles the ball. You mm-hmm. can always count him to be there. He's a good blocker, that good locker room. That up. dude always shows up. Another signing that I kinda like a little bit more. Dion Low Dion Lewis, four years, twenty million dollars. That's in different. Okay, so that's t- ten million dollars less, right? So that's five million dollars a year. For in, in my opinion, a much better running back. I I would agree. I think Dion Lewis has a lot better skills and how talent. many years was it? Three years? No, it says you said you were uh, down four. Four? Okay, that's what it is. I just didn't hear you. I wasn't yeah, paying attention. Four. <laughs> so down. Raiders like I got someone else on this podcast, but I really just want to listen to myself. You're the host. <laughs> so you're supposed to listen to me. That's not in the rules. That's not in the bylaws? No, you are supposed to make sure I pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Four years, $20 million for Dan Lewis. Signed by the Titans. Love that signing. In comparison. In comparison. I like it, period. I'm excited that DeMarco, Mir- DeMarco Murray... Get his ass out of there. <laughs> I'm happy to see him go. I'm really excited to see what... Uh, Derrick Henry can do. It's a Derek really Henry, good one-two punch. See, that was the problem last year. Derrick Henry and DeMarco Murray were too similar they of players. They do the same thing. And you... Why... You have two spots on your roster that do the exact same thing. It... And those... Okay, so... Let me just explain how a lot of, like, running back mm-hmm. things committees work. Com- committees. Not committees, but, like... Yeah. You know, backfields tend, tend to, like... A lot of times how they work is... Explain it to us. Tell the people what they need. Okay, so a lot of times what do you... You have a star running back, and let's say he's like a downhill or a zone runner. You have... They have a certain type. And then the the backup... The direct backup is... 
is kind of like not the same. It's a little different, you know what I mean? So they might be like a little shiftier, like kind of how, um, you know, like the old Giants used to do. Dude, I knew you were going to bring up Earth, Wind, Fire. Yeah, stuff like that. You know, you have like, you have your bruiser and then you have, I mean, you see it with the Patriots. With the Patriots, they can throw a lot of different looks at you Mm -hmm. with different players. They don't have two players that are the same. But the third running back tends to be very similar to the first running back. So the number two running back, if the number one running back gets injured, a lot of times doesn't take over necessarily. A lot of times the third running back will take the first running back position and the second running back stays in it. Yes, stays I would in say that position. happens most of the time. Most of the time. And a lot of times they might have, they might see an increased role in the second position, but they're not the new starter. Yeah. With the Titans, you had the... F- the one and two running backs were virtually the same player. So I'm excited to see a bruiser and then someone who, you know, you can do a two running back set with mm-hmm. Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry, and you can run different options out of it. You can- I would say that I would also like to point out that I think Deion Lewis is the ideal number two running back. He is perfect. an offensive weapon and is a perfect number two running back. And you can I- play him, like you said, with Derrick Henry. I think that's a very dynamic setup you could have because they do a lot of different things you're running the let's say you run the the zone option with Mariota, derrick henry and Deion lewis that's pretty scary it's kind of what you could see them maybe what they did in uh with the panthers you could see similar stuff with that i just like the signing as far as i didn't think Deion versatility lewis was, yeah. versatility and i didn't think he was fully utilized last mm-hmm. year with the with the pats i thought Lewis had a really good year the year before before he got injured, and then he kind of came back this year and he never regained that role that he had with them. One to one, would you say that Deion Lewis is just better than Jarek McKinnon? A hundred percent. Okay, well that's all that matters. I think that's the main thing that matters is he's just legitimately better. He's legitimately better, and I think he fits the the offense. All right, third running back. Let's go to the Browns. Carlos Hyde, time of the Browns. Not sure on the on the exact contract, but. I don't hate this signing because I think Carlos Hyde has a really good ceiling. His ceiling is super high. He showed really good flashes with the Niners. And if you get that guy for the Browns, I think that's a good signing. I don't know exactly what the deal is, but um, I I do like the player in general. I agree. I like the player. I think it's an interesting signing. I'm not sure what they're going to do with the number one and four picks now. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people were saying before this, they were thinking Barkley... I don't love, you know, the number one pick being a running back. Um, I don't watch that much college. I'll probably know more after, like, you know, watching the before draft. the draft. I'll know a little more about everything. Still won't know a ton. But, yeah, so it's an interesting signing by the Browns. The Browns have been making some moves. We'll see. We'll see. All right, we'll move over to the defensive side of the ball. We're going to start off with Tremaine Johnson. Five years, 72 Point five million dollars. money. He was also the number one cornerback on the market. Signed by the Jets. Jets. I think it's a pretty good signing for the Jets. Um, it's a ton of money. It's a ton, it's a ton, of, ton money. of money. We're talking about thirty million for four years, right? For Jerick McKinnon, it's for Tremaine Johnson. Five years, seventy-two million dollars. Yeah, that's an insane <laughs> amount. Especially he almost has Kirk how, Cousins' money. How much did um, how much did uh, Butler get signed to? Butler was five years, $61 million. That's but, like, a, a ton lot. of that's, that's guaranteed, too. Yeah, that's a lot. And I, so it's Malcolm a lot but- from the Jets. Malcolm Butler was signed by the Titans for five years, $61 million. And a lot of that's guaranteed. For the Titans he got signed by? Titans, yes. Okay. 
so this this free agent class, there's a ton of cornerback depth, but I don't think the elite level there wasn't any real elite level cornerbacks coming like the Patrick Petersons of the world. Yeah, I mean even Sherman coming off, he's like he's no longer he's injured he's, too. He's got yeah. injured. He he just signed with the 49ers. I was gonna run down those. Oh, in sorry. A second. Yeah, it's okay. um, I was just talking about the the class, the general as a class. Whole. Yeah, yeah. You don't um who was it a few years ago that went to. Um, well, like Giants. when Revis was in his prime, Revis, Revis was a big Revis difference. Got, yep, when Revis got signed to the Patriots, or uh, two years ago, Landon Collins, or not, it wasn't. Landon. Yeah, Landon Collins got Landon signed Col- by the Giants. Yeah. By the Giants, yeah, that yeah, was he it. Is, he's a safety, so right. No, no, no. He was a rookie who got uh, drafted by who is the cornerback who got who got signed by the Giants, or was it the uh, the the Falcons? Some big, some big cornerback got signed by one of those two teams. I don't remember which. I don't remember but there's just the elite level talent's not there, and like a Joe getting, Hayden or eh, you, Joe Hayden shot now. Yeah, he's a little shot, but um, but yeah, I know what you mean. There's, there's not just, the, the there's not the outlier in this mm-hmm. word, but he kind of got paid like it because he was the best available. You think that's kind of a Nate Solder situation, kind of a little bit, yeah, a little bit, and it's he's a great player. Um, cornerbacks are really important. I wish we freaking signed one, but again, <laughs> there's, a there's a lot of depth. There's a lot of like, a lot of corners starter, that got signed starter corners. So here's a couple other corners that got signed. So I already said, the I mean, mo- Butler was the number two cornerback in this free agent market and he didn't play in the Super Bowl. I don't get that still. Well, it's weird, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. It, yeah. It's not like he's this, you know, world beater. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's not just like crushing everyone. He was good. He's a good corner, but you know, there's he's I wouldn't put him in the top ten cornerbacks. Uh, a couple other cornerbacks that got signed: Prince of Mucamara, signed by the Bears for three years, twenty-seven million dollars. See, that's a signing I like. Panthers signed Brashad uh, Breland for three years, twenty-four million dollars. I like that one. a lot more. Yeah, because it's three. You're paying him eight million dollars a year for a cornerback. Okay, let's say. Let's say uh, Butler is a you know he's he's a ninety corner he's a ninety cornerback, you know, um, Brashad what's his Brashad name? Breland Brashad Breland he might be uh, eighty four or an eighty three. Talking about mad ratings here. Yeah, I'm just saying like if you're yeah. out of a hundred, yeah, you, not that the much of a difference. Is, you know, negligible almost. Not it's not negligible. It's not that big like, of a difference. It's it's not worth paying the guy double. And that's what happens in free agency is these signings are judged on what they're worth, right? Like how uh, efficient the use is of money, right? So you might have gotten a good player, but it all matters what you got them for, right? So we're looking at these contracts, these B-level corners instead of B-plus to A-minus level corners are getting paid significantly less. Less years, less money, more of an effective use of your money, I feel like. Yeah, that's where you really build a good roster, is by filling out positions like that. And I want the Packers to do more stuff like that. More Muhammad Wilkerson-type signings than... Jimmy yeah, but he's Graham. a complete co- uh, locker room cancer, pretty pretty much. I That's what we've heard. Really? Yeah, I've heard not great things about him in the locker room, but... I don't know. You're coming to Green Bay. I mean, last yeah. year, the Jets sucked. So yeah, I, like... it's kind of hard to be good. It's like you're on the Browns. Like, am I going to be really... No, I'm thinking about... If uh, I'm on the Browns, Browns am I going to yeah. be happy? If I'm on the know. Jets, am I going to be happy? Not really. But I'm going to be... Not that happy in locker room. Um, last one, Richard Sherman, signed by the Niners, three years, $39 million. A lot of money, money for Richard Sherman. For a, a player who's coming back off a torn ACL. Who lost a step ACL, already. Uh, uh, Achilles. Who lost a step, was already 
was already kind of slow. Dirty player, too. Not someone you like rooting for. Not particularly. He doesn't really help himself. He doesn't. That's still a lot of money, though. It's so. a lot of money. Again, that's another. A lot of it's incentives, don't. apparently. Is it? Yeah, it's incentive laden. So, like, if he does this, he'll get that kind of money. I don't know how much of this is exactly guaranteed. Day, it's not that bad if he lives up to it. Depends if they can get out of it too. Say he's bad, they can get out of it. That would be that I'd be more okay with it because yeah. he could. I mean, he's been really good in the past. I feel like I dislike most of these signings. I don't know why that is. I think because like you're a Packers fan and Packers bring people up from within and that's what you kind of believe no. is a philosophy Let me just... well people are spending their money now instead of you know saving it for later and i think the people that are gonna be saving it for later may actually turn out better because they might be getting guys on better contracts some of them are just like too flashy or too much money danny Mandola signed a big contract with miami that doesn't make much sense um, why do they even want him he another player who can't play all the games I guess there's a few 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 ones I liked. You know, the Kirk one was fine. It just seems like a lot. Case Keenum to Denver I thought was fine. I really liked the Allen Robinson one. Sammy was too much money. Jarek McKinnon was too much money. Sam Bradford makes no sense. Uh, I and did the like worst the, one I is I did the... like the Dion Lewis. I did like the Carlos mm-hmm. Hyde. The Solder was fine. I like that, honestly, I like personally. That. Oh, I like the Mukamara. I like what the, Bron- or the Bears did, actually. The Bears made some good moves. Oh, I like the Panthers move a lot too. The Panthers signed. Oh, they re-signed Julius Peppers too. Man, that guy's free. <laughs> he's Crazy, so old. Man. I loved, he was good I last year, him. though, wasn't he? Yeah, fairly yeah, effective. He was awesome last year. Yeah, still good. He's that, a billion years old. I think this is his sixteenth season. They, him and Frank Gore should just make a team. Just like draft their own team. Just be old, the old dude team. I think I liked about. 40% of the signings. Okay. And I think that's... Kind of how it goes. Part of the fair. course for yeah. free agency. Yeah. I think it's tough to get over some of the numbers because the, it does go up every year. So you have to factor that in. But at the same time, just seeing it off the bat is kind of tough. Totally. I feel you. All right. That's our rundown. That's our NFL free agency Oof. rundown so far. That's a lot of freaking guys we just told you guys about. Gave us gave you our thoughts. Frazier, want to do a live read for Mr. Ballcaps? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we are currently doing a promotion with Mr. Ballcaps. Uh, let me start over. <laughs> do you want me to do this? No, no, no. I got this. You got this? I All believe right. in you. All right. MrBallcaps.com has the greatest selection of vintage, unworn vintage new era caps that you will find on the internet. You will not find this type of selection anywhere else. You got NFL, MLB, minor league, major league. We got clothes. We got old Nike champion. We got everything that you could possibly want. The 90s are back, man. So just get on the hype train. Use promo code TMOM, all caps at checkout, TMOM for 15% off your purchase. If you want anything in particular, let me know. I'll keep my eye out for stuff. I don't really do like special requests, but you know, if you send me some stuff i'll definitely keep an eye out for it um more stuff's constantly being uploaded we have about 100 products out there right now um check it out i'm sure there's something that you'll love use team mom at checkout for 15 percent off cool thanks hope you guys enjoyed love y'all I feel like i really turned it on for that second live read the first one was a huge pile of dog <laughs> that the one first sucked. one was almost so bad. It was so bad it's also like 11 o'clock i know we gotta go to bed let's go <laughs> to bed go. night everyone night everyone love you